instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Wednesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. It actually is Wednesday, I promise. I know I started off yesterday's episode. I was completely all on a sword. I thought yesterday's episode was Wednesday. It's not. Today's Wednesday. But hey, no worries. I am still, in fact, your humble host. And today, we're going to be talking about those young Americans for Liberty and their revolution 2022. But first, we're going to go ahead and give a special shout out to today's sponsor. And at this point, you guys should know him and love him. Well, I hope, certainly hope you guys love him. And let me pull it up here on the screen for uh, you YouTube uh, watcher. And that is, yes, the one, the only, Mikkel Thorup from the Expat Money Show. Head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat. Why? Because you want to make sure you protect your money, that you worked so gosh darn hard to earn from those ambulance chasing lawyers, nefarious creditors, and of course, the greedy, unjust governments that Dan Taylor from the uh, Young Americans for Liberty is here to talk about today. But before we get there, our good friend Mikhail Thorpe says he's there to help people just like you invest internationally, secure second passports and residencies, eliminate your tax bill, and take advantage of offshore structures so you can travel the world freely and never have to worry about money again. And over at the Expat uh, Money Podcast, you can get ready to listen to hundreds of amazing guests and get ready for the Expat Money Summit 2022, November 7th through November 11th, five days, 30 expert speakers watch for a week, reap the benefits for generations. And oh yeah, by the way, the virtual summit, it's free. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat. Get your tickets today. All right, folks, on to the episode today. I'm so excited for this guest because he's part of an amazing organization. They've been doing great stuff for years at this point, and they, they're born from the Ron Paul revolution, and they're making changes in the uh, the way that young folks approach the ideas of liberty. Dan Taylor from Young Americans for Liberty. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Hey, Brian. How's it going? It's going good, my man. How you doing? What's new in the world of Young Americans for Liberty? Oh, man, all sorts of stuff. I mean, I'll tell you what, 2022 is going to be a fantastic year. Uh, just uh, across the board, there's been victories for Operation Went the Door left and right. Uh, we're coming up on completing our four-year goal of electing 250 Ron Paul uh, liberty-oriented liberty legislators, uh, which has been a four-year goal here. So uh, we got all sorts of bills being passed. One of that I thought might be interesting is talking about some federal nullification bills that have been worked on, uh, such as uh, federal nullification of... Uh, any federal gun uh, regulations in New Hampshire, which is which is awesome. We're, we're taking back states' rights, uh, and we're, we're making a few uh, bastions of liberty in the state legislature. So pretty yeah. excited about all that. Making liberty win, my man. I love to see it, and I uh, love yes, what you guys are doing down in Florida this year. Now, let's rewind. For the folks who have been here for a while on the Brian Nichols Show, they remember last year I was supposed to head down to Rev 2022 in Orlando, and of course, I got stuck in there. was a whole snafu back, I think it was right there, uh, end of last year with Spirit Airlines, right? They they had, uh, they had said it was you know all this weather issues. We all know what was happening behind the scenes, all the pandemic nonsense, um, but ended up I was one of the ones stuck there in, in the, the whole kerfuffle. I did not make it down to a Young American Americans for Liberty Rev 2021, uh, that is back last year. So our good friend Chris Goizetta, he uh, was there in my place uh, with the Brian Nichols Show on full display. We were talking to folks about how to sell Liberty, my ebook. We were giving out free copies left and right there. And hey, looking forward to this year because I'll be joining you guys down there in Orlando. Fingers crossed, no issues with flights this time. But Dan, talk to us. Revolution 2022, it's right around the corner. What is it? Why should folks care about what these young Americans for Liberty are doing down in Florida? 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be our opportunity to uh, get all of these uh, young Liberty Ron Paulers together, celebrate the victories we've had and prepare for the general election moving forward, get trained on how to be effective in Liberty and making Liberty win. Uh, and on top of that, we're going to have uh, all sorts of speakers, Dave Smith, Larry Reed, Corey DeAngelis, Ron Paul, Zuby, uh, AK Guy, Brandon Herrera. Uh, you know, even even some of the podcast crew, you know, you're going to be there. Clint Russell, Mark Clare, Reed Coverdale, uh, and, you know, on and on and on. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're going to have all the the leaders of the movement there. We're going to be celebrating the wins that we've had thus far with Operation with the Door and the bills that's passed. We are going to uh, get you guys uh, trained up if you show up. And uh, on top of that, just celebrate the wins that we're going to be going into the rest of 2022. Uh, I'll tell you what, 2022 is going to be a bigger year for Liberty than 2012 with Ron Paul. Uh, I really feel the energy is coming back like a, like the mighty oak. I think the seeds of the Ron Paul movement has finally started to sprout uh, and spread its wings. Whew, that's that's some pretty declarative language there, Dan. You think it's going to be more <laughs> strong in, in terms of the actual Liberty turnout than 2012? Yeah, I truly think so. Uh, and All I right. also think there there is more systems and more liberty groups in in power that will uh, have the ability to hold these people accountable. I mean, a lot of people look at the Tea Party movement as, as you know, a portion of the extension of the Ron Paul movement. Uh, a lot of those people flaked out on us, uh, if you haven't noticed. Uh, not all, all of them have been uh, accounted for votes or policymakers in the past few years. But, you know, we have things like the Hazlitt Action Program. And we have a lot of these other groups that have come up and are paying attention to hold people accountable. Uh, and on top of that, I think the grassroots is even angrier than they were under Obama. I mean, look at uh, Biden's favorability is as bad as it's been since Carter. Uh, the the uh, inflation is far worse than under Obama and the recession uh, or the looming recession uh, is coming stronger than ever before. So uh, as much as things are very bad and the federal, federal government has been tyrannical in the past few years, it has inspired the grassroots to fight back. And this is our chance and our opportunity to fight, uh, show our teeth and uh, make a make a real impact as liberty people, as liberty activists. Uh, I, I think it's, it's our time to shine. You love to see it, my man. And uh, one thing that is interesting, you, you bring it up here, is that the the Overton window has really shifted from 2012 mm-hmm. to 2022. Like, I would give anything just to go take a step back into 2012 to see what it was like, to see how we felt. Because I think not only as a country, but as a people across the world, mm, <laughs> we're, we're in a much rougher spot and tougher spot, frankly, where we are today in 2022 than we were in 2012. And frankly, the prospects for Liberty look bleak heading into uh, the the second half of the year. But with that being said, to your point, despite all the bleakness that's out there, it seems that there are a lot of folks who, yeah, they were around in 2012, but maybe they weren't active. Maybe they weren't mobilized. And you guys are doing phenomenal work. There's two things you brought up. One, you're talking about being really a truly grassroots organization, going out, helping meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Who says that? Is it me? Uh, And then also, the other thing you talk about is Operation Win at the Door, which... Frankly, I mean, what more of a way can you actually meet people where they're at than literally going to their doors, knocking out and saying, hi, I'm from Young Americans for Liberty. I'd like to talk to you about Liberty and all these wonderful Liberty candidates we got running. So talk to us. The grassroots and operation went at the door. You've been seeing the success. What do you think has been the Young Americans for Liberty secret sauce that has led to the success? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think the secret sauce is anything but hard work and getting the youth to talk to the voters. Uh, you know, it, it, it's no secret, but just the fact that uh, liberty is on the rise. I mean, so you mentioned this a second ago. Uh, national divorce has trended on Twitter several times now, just as a statement. Imagine saying that in 2012. Yep. Uh, I think people would call you insane. And the reason is because, very simply, people have lost faith in the federal government. Um, now, which way that goes based off of uh, you know this election cycle is going to be a huge determiner, right? Uh, currently, the populists are trending far more liberty than they did five more years ago, 10 more years ago, uh, You know, probably in the past 40 years, maybe even. 
Um, so now you don't always trust the populace. They don't have the principles, but at the same time, people are mad. People are ready to return to, uh, uh, states rights and people are, are looking more and more for that Liberty vein. Now it's our opportunity to get to the door and show them, uh, operation with the door is how we turn these students that, you know, we identify on college campuses or anywhere else in the movement, get them onto campaigns of these principled Liberty legislators, uh, knock doors to mobilize voters, just go straight to the voters house, tell them about the candidate and the ideas of Liberty and getting them to turn out to vote. Uh, and we've done double blind studies, too, that show uh, we can increase these election turnout from 11 to 13 percent, depending on you know the election tides, as well as the propensity of those voters. So if you're joining Operation That Went at the Door, you are making a massive impact. People who might have lost 45 to 55 are now being able to win uh, and change the tide of that legislation inside that house. I mean, New Hampshire, for example, is, is one state that we've put tons of work in with a lot of different partners that are involved in New Hampshire. And uh, I think it's very clear to say that New Hampshire is a far more free state than California or the New York, uh, you know, the, the state principled or the state focused uh, vision and mission is, is really a route to go if we want to make real lives uh, freer for real people. I mean, that's if you want to talk about liberty, we can talk about philosophy and books all day long, which is great. And I think that's the type of stuff that we like. But at the same time, we want to talk about actually making people more free. That's what it takes is going straight to people's door, mobilizing the people for the right candidates uh, and making liberty win that way. Amen, my man. Amen. I cannot agree more. And and frankly, that's exactly what we've been talking about here in the program is meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about. I know it, it is a saying we have here on the program, but also taking the sales and marketing approach, right? Instead of trying to good idea people to death, instead of trying to berate people to death, win arguments online, just get the, uh, the hey, I pwned them kind of a little award next to your name. That doesn't, that doesn't change people's minds. It doesn't activate people to go out and actually support your candidates, support support your principles or your values. And if anything, it, it makes them more reserved. It makes them less open to trying new ideas or looking at different ways of doing things. So talk to us, Dan, you've been having a lot of success. We're seeing, and you, you pointed towards New Hampshire as one of those States that we can absolutely look to as, as a Liberty bastion. And you guys having some great success, but what's been the tenor of the actual conversations that you're seeing from the young Americans for Liberty when at the door activists as they're going up and meeting people face to face? Has it been a positive reception? Has there been more of a negative reception than you expected or something of the mix? Yeah, well, I, I, I think what I mentioned a minute ago, right? Uh, people are mad and they don't trust the federal government anymore. So uh, that's a very strong tenor that you can kind of jump on. I mean, it, people are very, very ripe right now. And when I say people, I mean voters for a message that is principled, that is aligned, and that leaves them alone. Uh, I think that's the, the biggest story that we need to talk about here, right? And, and one thing we look at uh, across the board, uh, COVID was, you know, very arguably, I, I, well, I think I could just say flat out, the most tyrannical time in American history yep. uh, in, in terms of uh, ap the government stepping in and uh, forcing people to live their lives one way, run their businesses one way, whatever else. This was the opportunity for people to realize, hey, that was a real problem. Uh, that hurt a lot of people's livelihoods. Um, and it's time to uh, mobilize those voters and get them back to a place where get the government out of my life. Uh, and that is what is very much uh, 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 reflecting from the voter base. Um, and we can do that. And on top of that, they're starting to recognize the insanity and the hypocrisy of the policies as they go uh, ever, ever more into the federal level. Any of the stuff that Joe Biden's saying, and I think even more so, this, these school board races are a massive mobilizer uh, for voters right now. And I think, uh, you, you can, you can be, you can increase taxes all you want. You can go to more wars. Uh, you can be, uh, quite a bit of a tyrant, but the second you start shutting people's businesses down, uh, stop letting them see their family. And the second you start taking control of what their, their kids, 
uh, that is when people are going to snap to, uh, snap awake and realize there's a major problem of tyranny in my livelihood. And uh, it, the, the pendulum swing is very strong and very aggressive. So yeah, that's what we're feeling on the electoral front. Well, and let's let's go back to 2012, right? I know we keep on using that as kind of like the uh, the, the the touching stone from 10 years ago, yeah. but at the same point in time, you, you talked about COVID and how that's impacted so many people, and really how it's it's hit people who back in 2012 they maybe were politically apathetic or agnostic. They really didn't care. And then all of a sudden, fast forward to 2020, and they're being told not only are they not essential, but we're going to shut down your business for eh, two weeks. Three weeks, <laughs> two months, two years. I don't know. We'll see. We'll get back to you. And and yet that person who is now obviously pissed and they've been activated, they're being called by a lot of the folks in the establishment or, you know, the the more the the I don't want to say just pejorative leftism, but like, you know, the more establishment leftist progressive approach we've seen to government over the past really two years in the, the COVID regime, they look at those people who 10 years ago would just been your normal, sane, rational person questioning this as the enemy. And there's a big group of people who they have been now labeled as the enemy, um, which they were like, I didn't even want to play this stupid game. I, I was just trying to run my business. And now you're pulling me into this. I, I think there's a huge market there, Dan. I know I'm seeing it. I'm having the conversations with business owners and entrepreneurs. They're appreciating that people are standing up and fighting back, but also we're seeing people move with their feet. And I was wondering if you've seen this as well over the past few years, if that's changed any of the conversations that you're having internally is as people are, are moving from these different respective areas. I went from Philadelphia, PA. I'm out here now in Indiana and I know I'm not unique in that circumstance, but are you are you seeing more races that maybe were traditional, like ah, you know, that'd be a nice to have race, but all of a sudden with the influx of of more liberty oriented voters putting more races into actual contestable ter- uh, territory where we might have pro liberty candidates actually standing a chance where they might not have otherwise in the past. Yeah, so think about it this way: uh, there was not a single district in Virginia and New Jersey in twenty twenty one or that Biden did not win by 10 points or less in 2020 that did not go Republican in 2021. Does that make sense? So it's essentially a 10 point swing uh, across the nation. Now Roe versus Wade will mobilize some left-wing voters. So you can't count on that swing. Uh, And obviously, um, you know, there's, there's all sorts of other issues that change things and Virginia and New Jersey is a different electoral thing, but as a bellwether, whether we are seeing that uh, it's going to be a very strong year for Republicans. Now, uh, I'm not uh, a Republican. I don't call myself a Republican. I think I think it's foolish to call yourself a member or, or you know a staunch uh, loyalist to any party. Uh, but at the same time, I think that recognizes that there is an anti-establishment grassroots message that is clicking, uh, just like it did 2010, 2012 in terms of the Tea Party movement. But now we are coming right off the most tyrannical stage in America's entire history. So now is our opportunity to attack hard, hit those business owners, like you mentioned, hit the people who are being hurt by inflation like crazy. Uh, and get them back on track of, okay, the government has clearly failed. Uh, people already recognize the federal government has failed. I mean, if you thought uh, Congress rates could get even lower in terms of approval, uh, well, they did. They dropped almost like five points recently based off some polls. Uh, and then now look at Biden's approval rating as well. There's no federal, even the Supreme Court. And a lot of us, uh, I think Liberty folks in the past couple of decisions have liked a lot of the Supreme Court decisions. Still, no branch of the federal government is well perceived right now. Uh, and it's a really great opportunity for us to run candidates and run a principled message. Um, when people are so strongly disenfranchised with the system is the opportunity to run these grassroots anti-establishment people. That is the liberty message of principle. They realize the hypocrisy. They realize the issues. And they realize the failure. I mean, just look at their savings account. It's dwindling. Uh, and, and they don't even recognize the value that's being dwindled from the future inflation that will be caused as they, as they keep those dollars in there. And on top of that, their stocks will be dropping as well. So 
uh, the everyday American is feeling hurt and they're feeling pain and they know it's from the government. And now it's our opportunity to give them that principal message that there is a better way. That way is liberty. That way is free choice. That, that way is voluntary action. I've always appreciated what you guys do because you approach things much through that lens of talking to the average person. Uh, my audience, that I'm sure, Dan, they must be tired of hearing it at this point in time. I always say, to your average person, and they're like, yeah, but are we speaking to your average person? And I say, yes, yes, we are, because <laughs> for so long, your average person has been taken out of the conversation. They, they have been ignored. And going back again to 2012, the average person was likely politically apathetic. They weren't really involved. And now the average person has been impacted by government, whether they like it or not. One of the oldest sayings I had here in the program when we started way back in 2018 was, well, yeah, it's great. You don't want to get involved with government, but government's going to get involved with you, whether you like it or not. So now we're seeing people who maybe they were back to the point being apathetic or agnostic the political process, they're looking at politics now and getting involved as a means of self-defense. Like, listen, I don't want to use government to force my ideas, my values on my neighbor, but I know for a fact that my more progressive leftist friends or even my more, you know, status quo friends, they're more than happy to use government to push their values and their views on me. So at the very least, I'm going to use my vote to play defense. I'm, I'm going to be Aaron Donald for the Rams. I'm going to make sure I'm playing defense here. And I'm not going to allow this, this opposing team to advance the ball any further. I'm going to try maybe get a couple sacks here and there and move things back a little bit to, to back towards neutral ground. And we've seen, especially the conversation, we see this with the Roe v. Wade topic taking place right now, is that a lot of our friends who were more in the pro-choice camp, they're looking at this as a, an attack, a, a, a taking away of rights. Whereas what this is doing is it's actually moving the conversation back to where it originally was, and frankly, where it should have originally stayed, being that that abortion, frankly, should be an issue not determined by the federal government, but by the individual states. If you want to take it a step further, by the localities. If you want to take it a step further, by the individual communities. Like let's, let's bring it down to its micro uh, self, but at the same point in time, it takes steps and we take steps by getting people who maybe they weren't interested in politics to all of a sudden hear, Hey, there's a little, uh, young Americans for Liberty person out front the door. And they're telling me I should be interested in this, uh, this race. I haven't really cared about politics, but you know what? Governor such and such uh, shut down my, my business for the past two years, and now I'm going to pay attention. And now I'm going to start taking a, a step forward. Dan, th what you guys are doing, and I, I don't know if you guys really see this because you're in the thick of it, right? When I'm in sales, you know, it's, it's, it's so hard to like take a step back and look back at what you've accomplished because you're always thinking about the next big thing. What Young Americans for Liberty has done, what y'all are actually doing, no pun intended, is that you guys are truly <laughs> changing history, right? Like you're changing the way that America is going to develop over the next 20, 30, 50 years, 100 years, because we're, we're seeing your impact is making a, a substantive change, a substantive impact at the local level, at the state level, really where policy is not only the most impactful, but where you're going to be able to show people that the policies work and they'll be able to you know, find, yeah, this makes more sense. I'm going to, to go in line with this solution versus where I was before. So I appreciate what you guys are doing and thank you for that. And let's talk about this. Let's, like, like going forward, people listening to this program, I'm sure that they are like, wow, Young Americans for Liberty. If I haven't heard of this, I'm jacked up now. So let's give them that call to action. What can folks do to either join Young Americans for Liberty, join a chapter uh, if they want obviously go to rev 2022 and then if they want to support you guys financially i know the dollar bills don't hurt so talk to us about that where folks can uh, support young americans for liberty 
Yeah, I mean, first of all, thanks, man. That's a, that's a huge compliment. I, I definitely feel like it's one of those things. For a minute, the past few years, it's kind of been like, you know, we have this plan. It feels a little bit like uh, the, the the crazy kid running around, you know, saying like, I, we have a great plan. We have it. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it's finally coming to fruition. We just passed, uh, you know, about 231 legislators in our coalition will pass 250 soon, which is wow. about 5% of the United States uh state legislators and they're passing things like con carry, which our legislators just passed con carry in Texas, Indiana, Alabama, uh, uh, the federal nullification uh, in New Hampshire, school choice across the board, cutting taxes all over the place. Uh, and another big one that we're working on is defend the guard to try to nullify uh, as much as possible the state's involvement uh, in the federal uh, government and war machine. But uh, in terms of your question, uh, how can people get involved? I mean, whyliberty.org is our website. Uh, you know, you can join there. I mean, the big thing, I, I really want to see new faces at uh, Revolution 2022, org slash revolution. Uh, it's how you apply for that event. Go there, see me, see uh, Brian, see, uh, you know, like I said, Ron Paul. Uh, Ron Paul will be there virtually. Dave Smith uh, and, and the whole gambit of people I mentioned earlier, Zuby, AK Guy, Kennedy, uh, Glenn Jacobs, and, you know, so on, so on. So uh, it, it's really going to be uh, I think our, 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 you know, biggest, best event we've had thus far. And it's a, it's a perfect opportunity to get our students trained, get them engaged uh, in the electoral process and, and really start fighting back. I love that. Uh, you mentioned self-defense. That, that, I think that's such a fantastic way of thinking about it because it does show the state as the aggressor. Um, the founders never expected uh, a perfect system that would keep liberty forever. The idea was that you had to have people who believed in a culture that does believe in liberty actively engaging in, in the electoral process to keep the system on track. Uh, and uh, voting for self-defense is kind of a perfect way of explaining that, right? Because it, the voting is to keep our our state at bay uh, and to hold our politicians accountable in a way that'll keep the state at bay. Uh, we we have we need, liberty needs a better defense, and I think uh, I think we're building the we're building the uh, the what twenty twenty one Rams here. So we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's see. You can, you guys can be Aaron Donald, and then if we can get a Matthew Stafford to start playing some offense, which I'm pretty excited, my friend. I'm seeing we, we look at the Liberty Movement right now. We got a lot of great folks out there who are ready to play some offense. We've we've for so long, and, and we'll wrap here because I've talked about it in the show when you're explaining, you're losing. I said that on Tim Pool's uh, show when I was on the, his uh, podcast, speaking to his audience. I've said it all across the past four years when you're explaining, you're losing, and and what we've got to stop doing is explaining away what we believe. Like, okay, well, here's the position that the, the you know, that the progressive left argues, or here's the position that the government's uh, arguing, and we're just going to explain you know, why they're wrong. No, no, just start making declarative statements. Start being confident and play offense. Say, no, 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 we're not even going to meet you on that, that playing field. We're going to set our own playing field, and that's what you guys not only have been doing, but we're going to see continue to do as you bring in more voices, more young leaders, and of course, more stellar candidates you guys are supporting, both at the local and state level, making real liberty wins happen. That's what we like to see, and my goodness, Dan, I'm so excited to see where we're going to be heading here for Young Americans for Liberty into the future. With that being said, folks, if you enjoyed the episode today, well, I'm going to ask you to do me two things. I usually ask you to do one thing, and that's go ahead and share the episode. When you do, tag yours truly at B. Nichols Liberty and tag Dan and the Young Americans for Liberty. But also, number two, this is an organization that needs your help financially. So at the top of their page, uh, you can go ahead and invest, donate, whatever you want to do, your hard-earned dollars to Young Americans for Liberty to help them continue fighting the good fight, making Liberty win. I will be seeing you down there at Revolution 2022. Dan, I'm so excited to be hanging out with you guys. And also, folks, I'm excited to meet you. So please be sure to stop by, hang out. We'll go ahead and talk about why we need to meet people where they're at and the issues they care about. You want a free ebook? I'll go ahead and have that as well. And maybe some bumper stickers. Who knows? Uh, but with that being said, Dan, thank you for everything you guys are doing. And I'm 
So excited to be able to help make Liberty win as we move forward to Revolution 2022. Final thoughts for the audience today? Well, I lost your mic, so I'm kind of for the past minute or so, but uh, I'm hoping it was recorded. <laughs> but uh, the only thing I have to say, I guess, to, uh, hoping, not really sure what you're saying, but uh, you know, I, I think it's so good what you're doing in terms of uh, getting people to improve their messaging, go on offense, stop kind of explaining, which I think is a defensive maneuver uh, and, and leaning on our heels in a sense uh, and get forward to to meet people we're at. One thing that Ron Paul was fantastic at that's worth talking about is uh, he was so good at explaining the principles in a way that people would understand. Uh, imagine making people be anti-war, uh, you know, in the in the early 2000s, just through his his uh, China invasion example, right? Or the or the Giuliani moments and, and all these different ways of explaining that the state is the negative and is the problem. Being on the offensive of that, that type of message and that type of sales pitch is really what we need on these people. So, uh, you know, I, I feel like you've been very positive about us and yeah, I really appreciate that. So I want to say that's that's the great work that you're doing. There's, there's so many aspects to this movement and it should remain decentralized. So uh, I appreciate everyone that is in this and especially the work that you're doing. Thank you, Dan. And hopefully you can hear me now. Thumbs up. There we Got go. It. Yeah, I've been having some mic issues here. I'm not sure what's going on. Mike keeps on dying randomly in the middle of the episode, so we got to go ahead and get that. Oh, fixed. man. If you're a techie out there, give me a shout. But otherwise, with that being said, Dan, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. And folks, like I said, go ahead, give it a share. And when you do, tag yours truly and make sure you go ahead and tag Dan and the amazing team over at Young Americans for Liberty. But with that being said, by the way, did you check out our awesome conversation we had a few days ago? I had Daniel Miller from the Texit Movement. He was over uh, joining us here on the broadcast. Nichols show from the Texas National Movement, where they're talking about why they are so gosh darn ready to take a step away, not just from the uh, federal government, but actually secede. So we're one step away from there. But with that being said, make sure you go ahead and check that video out. I will include that link for you if you're on our YouTube channel right here below. So all you got to do is click that little link. It'll bring you right to yesterday's episode. I will see you there. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on the Brian Nichols Show for Dan Taylor from Young Americans for Liberty. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific need. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all
all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today.